Welcome everyone to episode two of season four of Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia, and this season is titled Beneath the Rubble. In the previous episode, I had indicated that James 1 verses 2 to 4 sets the tone for this season. So in this episode, I want to focus a little more on verses 3 and 4 and the challenges we face in our faith and accordingly our patience when we fall into divers' temptations and how our allotted rubble can be a help versus a hindrance. So let me read the entire passage again. James 1 verses 2 to 4. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers' temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen. I think it's easier to acknowledge that our faith is being tested versus allowing our faith to work patience within us. That is harder to acknowledge. And it can be really frustrating when we are not given a timeline for our breakthrough. When we are so tempted and often compare our situations to others, we truly do not know the big picture. But can we trust God is going to do something wonderful in each and every one of us the longer we wait? Or the fact that all our dreams, plans, and visions have either been delayed or denied, can we still trust Him? When we had dreamed, planned, and envisioned our futures, and our desires, did we fully submit them to the Lord for his will to be done first and foremost, allowing him to change any or all of it according to his purpose. These are the things that will affect our faith, working patience in us. Consider for a moment things that you wanted to do that you were unable to do because your life was not following the path you had envisioned. Consider God's hand in that. Or how about a bad report that you received and you envisioned the worst, but it did not end up being as bad as you thought it would be. Why is it easier to see God's hand in that? We always forget that we do limit God when we consider what we think and perceive is right and best. But we need to consider always his sovereignty, which means his thoughts and his ways are always above our own So it's not going to make sense. That is why we need faith. Unfeigned faith worketh patience. And patience in a magnitude beyond our capacity. For example, if God has called you to do something, expect a roadblock. 
And when you hit a roadblock, expect another roadblock. And you are going to hit them continually in your obedience to the Lord. And the doors that you would assume to be open for you will be closed. Because obedience is not an easy path. And that's why many fail or choose to stop. And this can go on for years. So what if this goes on for years in your journey? If you still have faith that this is what God has called you to do, and you are proceeding in that faith, not only will your patience grow for yourself, but also for others around you that do not understand your journey and may even try to discourage you. I think of Noah, but I also think of Job. He would not curse God. And look at how much discouragement he was fed from those around him. I have generally been the type of person who is fueled by a discourager to go full speed ahead in my faith for anything I am deeply committed to. However, I have also been hurt by discouragers, especially when they are people I expected to be supporters. And that I think many of us can relate to, but rather than allowing that pain to hinder my journey, I have asked God for a detour, which is an easy way out. Think God will do that? On occasion, but not often, I have asked for a removal of specific hindrances. And again, he will do that on occasion, but not often. And I have asked for a perspective for me to see that my discourages were not permitted for me to feel pain and dwell on the pain in my journey, but to test my faith. And that prayer is always answered. And yes, it will take some pain to provoke such a prayer, but God knows that. Can I still trust God without the buffers of encouragers when doors are shut when all I can see is everything going wrong and I cannot see the big picture, which is God's point of view, that everything is going the way it should be. God knows every obstacle, every fall, every roadblock before it even happens. And he also knows how we will react before it does. Yet he does not prevent our suffering. I have often said this, the harder the journey, the greater the calling. Do you feel you are under a lot of rubble that every dream and plan you have has crumbled? And are there layers of pain in that rubble? Can you see what God sees? in you, beneath the rubble, even after the devastation? What parameters have you put in place that need to be lifted? 
because nothing is too difficult for the Lord. And he does not work within our parameters, which is why we need God's patience to understand that. It wasn't long ago that I realized I was limiting God when I had limit, limited my territory because it is not my territory to limit. And as soon as I surrendered that to the Lord, the panoramic view of what I could not see before encouraged and delighted my heart. And if God did not give up on me in the process, then I know he did not give up on you because it is my great desire to see his children healed and restored in joy. Can you see that your allotted rubble is perfect? Because God permitted it for his purpose. And he is perfect. Everything God does and permits is perfect. So please read James 1 verse 4 with that mindset. I mentioned in the last episode that my circumstances are dire. And yes, they are dire on a natural level with the human eye. And I will share more on those details at God's appointed time, whether it be on this platform or elsewhere, because it magnifies the glory of God. But my situation is perfect for the testimony God is building in me. I need to work on not being distracted, not doing anything in my own strength to avoid depletion to know what my boundaries are and they are not to limit God but the boundaries that hinder my commitment to him the boundaries that limit my temptations I need to keep doing the will of God in his strength and not my own is this something you can relate to Because when I do that, there is not only patience produced by my faith, but there is peace. Let's go to John 16, verses 29 to 33. His disciples said to him, See now, you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this, we believe that you come forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has now come. That you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. Father God, I thank you for your word and your perfect plan for each and every one of us. I pray that you will encourage each and every beautiful listener tuning in to continue to trust in you, to keep the faith, to be patient, to not be discouraged by the layers of pain as each layer serves a greater purpose authored by you. So Lord, please give all of us your eyes to see, 
your ears to listen so that our hearts comprehend that you are perfect, everything you do is perfect, and we cannot reduce you, Father God, to a time and space as that reduces our faith, our relationship with you. And it also reduces your glory. Father, forgive us. For when we do that, and when we continually walk in guilt, walk in unworthiness that do not reflect a contrite spirit, but a hopeless spirit. Lord, your word does not declare that you desire your children to feel wretched. We are to be of good cheer, to count it all joy. And these are not masks. Those masks are produced by a lack of understanding that our sufferings are our blessings. And without them, we would not have a testimony of your goodness, of your grace. We overcome the accuser by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So thank you, Lord, for the rubble that cannot bury your glory. To you be all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.